Good morning. Happy Friday. It is May 7th. It's a beautiful day to see the creation waking up this morning, isn't it? Green, the beautiful sunrise, flowers coming to life. Great cup of coffee. Welcome to Coffee with Kim. I am so happy that you joined me this morning and have been listening to this podcast. I, I'm just blessed by that. I am um, God has such passion in my heart for the Word of God and to be sharing from the Word of God. And so this is a, an amazing way to do that. So I thank you for your patience with all this and helping me along in this journey. Um, just, yeah, very blessed by you guys being a part of this with me especially as we are going through the One Day Legacy, which is a ministry I had started, oh my gosh, I don't even know, several years back. <laughs> and my passion for that was to gather people, gather women specifically, but you know, men have been joining too, um, to gather together to grow in the Word of God, to love the Word of God, and to have deeper revelation in the Word of God. And the only way to do that is to actually be in the Word of God. So that's really my heart in this. And so um, I wrote a Bible study using this acronym God had given me with prayer, pray. And I have one book out with that. You can get it on Amazon. Um, but then I've been doing these monthly um, reading, writing, praying um, uh, since, I think since uh, last year or sometime. And every day, like every month, God gives a different word or a theme um, and so we've had thankfulness, we've had gifts, we've had water, which was beautiful. Um, this month, it's the word grow for May. Like we talk about how I've said before, April showers bring me flowers, but you have to leave April to get into May. And so now we're in this season where things are growing and we're seeing them. And I love the definition of grow it literally means a living thing. So you are a living thing. It says, undergo natural development by increasing in size and changing physically. Progress to maturity. And that's what we are all doing. So it's very, um, I love how today the word that we actually wrote out today really pertains to that. It's, it's what it looks like to grow in Christ. And so my heart is as you spend time in the word, it grows in you. One of my favorite verses is from Colossians, that the word of God would dwell. So that word dwell means like to pitch a tent, like to take stakes and drive them in the ground and set up permanency, like a tent, but like a permanent tent, like tabernacle, dwell. And so that's my heart in doing this. So as you are writing out James, the whole book of James, that it becomes so alive in you and so fresh in you. Um and I just, you know, every time I do this, every, I've, I've done this with James several, several times. And there's always new words that come out, always new revelation. So yesterday, uh, we started on the whole theme, um, doers, not hearers only. So, you know, we, we studied the whole part. It was like, you know, God can't tempt you. We've done that at the beginning part of the week. And then um, yesterday or the day before it was like, you know, so then knowing all that, knowing that no temptation comes from God. So be slow to speak, quick to hear, like listen to what the word of God is saying, listen to his voice. Um, and then it says, so therefore, because since we know all that, that trials come, temptations come, but they're not from God. Um, so therefore lay aside all the wickedness and receive the 
word that's been implanted in you because it saves your soul. I love that. The word that's been implanted, especially as we've been talking about water and growth and, and seed and all that stuff. This word is implanted in you. And when it's implanted in you, that's where the next part of James comes along. So we're in the book of James. Uh, if you start at verse 22, and we're at verse 22 to 25 for just today. And then tomorrow you finish up James 1, and then you'll go into James 2. Um, so James 1, starting at verse 22. But be doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving yourself. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in the mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of a man he is. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it, and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does." So right away, when you hear those verses, be a doer of the word, not just a hearer. Uh, most people are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do stuff. I go to church. Well, um, I'm sorry, my friends. That is not what he's talking about. That's actually the opposite of what he's talking about. Because if you just are a seat warmer in a church, that's a hearer, right? That is just a hearer of the word. So when you hear this, like for me, I, I wrote down, this begs the question, what are we to be doing? <laughs> Right. If I'm to be a doer of the word, what am I to be doing? And so a lot of times we get trapped up in doing the things like sub sales, like doing Bible studies, like doing um, church outreach and all that. And those are good. But I just want you to go a little bit deeper, because when when you go back to just the things Jesus said to be doing, like to actually be doing Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind. Love your neighbor as yourself. Those are the things he said to be doing. For me, I kind of feel like some of the other things um, are an overflow or an outflow of those two things he told me to do. And then I go to the very final thing that he told us to do in Matthew 28, where he says, go make disciples preaching the word of God. So using the word, teach them to obey teach them to obey. And so right away, that is the doing. The doing becomes the obedience to the word of God for what he is telling us to do. Um, and so, I, you know, in ancient, in ancient times and in Bible times in ancient world, when the, the Jewish nation in particular, their word for hear, hear, O Israel, didn't mean just with their ears. It literally meant if you hear this, you are going to obey it. It wasn't just I hear this, and then maybe two days later, I obey. It was here, O Israel. So you have to say, here, obey, Israel. Here, obey, Kim. Insert your name there. Um, so people would hear a teacher. They would follow and try to live what he said, and that's what made them a disciple. So when Jesus is saying, you are my disciples, it, it's already implied that we are obeying what he said. So again, that, that comes back to what did he say? What did he tell us to actually do? Because Jesus is still looking for disciples. He He's not looking for those who just hear like, it's great to go to places and conferences and, and Sunday schools and Bible studies. And even in your quiet time, it's great. And I love it. 
but if you just hear that and then you go away, like say you're at conference all weekend and then Monday, you just go back to your same life. Like that is just being a hearer of the word. We need to be able to look at ourselves in the mirror. So that literally means to scrutinize, like to carefully scrutinize it and then act upon it. So we need to look at the word of God. We need to hear what the word of God is saying, and then we need to do the word of God. And so for a lot of us, that that's going to be a little bit different. Um, obviously, since my husband and I are very much in the discipleship making movement, we're in the house church movement, my mind went right to, what did God tell me to do? He told me to go make disciples. So go make people who are going to hear and obey right? The word of God. And they're going to go make disciples who hear and obey the word of God. So it kind of comes for me, it comes down to that in a very nutshell, because if you're a disciple, that means you're automatically going to be obeying and doing what the word said or what Jesus said. And if you're not sure, like, I don't know what I'm going to be doing with my life. Start there. Start with who are you sharing Jesus with? You know, you know, I go through those verses in my head all the time, you know, where, um, uh, Romans, I am not ashamed of the gospel for it is the power of Christ unto salvation. And so we have to not be afraid of the kingdom we represent and not be ashamed of Jesus. And we need to speak him out. Like if we are obeying Christ, where he says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind. That's every dimension of my being. If I am doing that, my natural overflow is to love others. And that doesn't mean that I'm just their friend. It means that I am sharing my love of Jesus with them. And so that's how you stay a doer of the word. You are constantly in the face of Jesus. You're constantly in the face of the word. You're acting upon that and loving your neighbor. You're doing what he says. You're making disciples who make disciples who make disciples. You know, um, a lot of times we we think Jesus is asking us to do things that he never said. Like I love, I think it's Eric Gilmore talks about this with Mary and Martha and it, it, the beauty of that, the beauty of what Mar- what Mary chose to be at his feet. And then you realize that Mary was busy in the kitchen making a sandwich that Jesus never asked for. So how many of us live that life where we're doing something for Jesus where he never asked us to do? What did he ask us to do? Sit at his feet. <laughs> so that's also being a doer of the word. We, we have to do that too. spend time with him and just be with him. And from that place, I think that's where we get our, this is how we go and make disciples because we want to teach them how to sit at his feet rather than make sandwiches he never asked for. So God, I just pray as we are coming to a close on James one, uh, we'll, we will read tomorrow a little bit more, but father, I thank you that We will be doers of your word. We will listen and obey everything you tell us to do, even if it's uncomfortable, even if it doesn't make sense. And we thank you that you do give us every good and perfect gift. We thank you that we can lay aside things that, that, bind us the things that cause us to stumble because we want to receive the implanted word that is in us that saves us and that that drastically changes who we are and what we talk and what we look like father i thank you that um we will see ourselves in the mirror and know exactly what you see and know exactly what we want to do because we want anything that we do for you to be blessed because of our time with you, not because we're just doers, but because we hear you and we do what you tell us to do. So Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you for my friends today. Guys, be blessed. Thank you. 
Hey, welcome guys. Hey, I wanted to jump on again really fast just to talk to you about what's coming in June. I know we're still in the beginning of May, but June we start our summer in the Psalms. Oh, it's one of my favorites. Um, started doing this, I think about seven years ago. So every June I start with, we read five complete books of Psalm. So Psalm 1, Psalm 2, Psalm 3, Psalm 4, Psalm 5. You read five a day. And at the end of June, you will have read the entire book of Psalm. Um, and it's just a beautiful time. Uh, with Psalm, we're not going to actually write it all out, but you're going to write maybe a word out. So think about like Psalm 1, like a tree planted by the water. So right away, my, my mind goes to planted. And so then my prayer becomes, God, I want to be planted by the water. Um, so I would you, sometimes you have to psych yourself up for that, right? So get prepared now. Um, if you want to be involved in the summer in the Psalms with us, um, email me at coffeewithkimpodcast at gmail.com. And I will see you soon.